I saw Star Wars. You saw Star Wars. Everybody saw Star Wars. Whole lot of motherfuckers saw that movie. It's been a while, actually. I saw it on Sunday. It's now Thursday. I've been percolating on it for a while. I've seen a couple other reviews, actually. So my opinion's probably, like, really corrupted and yeah. messed up right now. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about corruption. I <laughs> So the first time I saw the I saw it twice. The first time I saw it, I was not sober. I like to see movies like that the first time, because then I see it again, and it's the first time I've seen the movie. Literally, I forget almost everything about it. And I do that on purpose, because it's more fun that way. And I and I just notice a lot of things, the little stuff that you never noticed before, um, and you start to pick really interesting parts of the story, and kind of it all just falls apart, really, if you look at any story closely enough. Oh, yeah. I guess. Especially a story like this. But it was a good movie. I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I had fun. I guess that's all that matters with a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess uh, I just want to start off with the stuff that I like. So this is definitely spoiler ridden. Mm. You don't want to listen to this. We're going to talk about everything about the movie right now. And I'm normally really cynical about this, but this movie actually has like really good spoilers, like really good reveals and spoilers. And if you have any interest in Star Wars at all and you haven't seen it yet, then just stop listening right now. Yeah. Um, that's true. I think a lot of, almost every Star Wars has some massive reveal, at least the old ones anyway. The he's, old he's the original Shyamalan. It's the original Shyamalan twist. I am your father. That's the original Shyamalan twist. It's ridiculous. That's no one had any way of seeing that coming. And we take it for granted nowadays. That's absolutely true. part of true. our culture. That's absolutely true. Um, but I like the movie. Did mm. you like the movie? Ah, I like the movie. Okay. Absolutely. So we like the movie. We're in agreement then. Huh, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Okay. What did you like about it? Well, well, it wasn't the prequels. I'll say that. I I got an impression from it that, I don't know if they do focus groups for a movie like this, or like market research, or if they read the reviews, or they see what people thought, but the, the mission statement of this movie was, don't be like the prequel trilogy. Yeah. And be like the original trilogy. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. And then they did it well. And they did it well. Those, those seem to be the main goals of, of the release of this movie. Well, they, they, they're like, I could see the roundtable conversation. It's like, whatever you did before. Yeah. Do that again. <laughs> yeah. But more. But more. But don't, I mean, don't even consider going off the rails here yeah. with anything new. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So it's like... It was the perfect formula that they just copied and pasted with a few new interesting characters. In, in, in some ways, I felt like people are just comparing it to death to A New Hope in so many ways, but I think that's almost kind of, like, pointless because, well... It obviously like, Obviously, is. they've very intentionally done it that way, and there's lots of nudges and winks, like, yeah, we remember what happened in the last movie. It also makes sense for the characters because... They're living in the same universe with the same lives and backstories, and their fates are all yeah. intermingled. Yeah. But in some ways, uh, The Force Awakens is like they took a new hope and chucked it in like a tumble dryer and just set it on high and jumbled everything <laughs> around yeah, a little yeah. bit. Now it's not a guy killing his father, or now it's not a father killing his son, it's like a guy killing his own father, and um, the now it's the, the Sith Lord is this inexperienced young person and the master of the force right now is more of a Jedi. Um, yeah. 
the way things get jumbled around and character rules get jumbled around makes it kind of fun to like you're familiar with it and yet it's fresh and like interesting at the same time. Yeah, it was cool. I like Kylo Ren was my favorite part of the whole movie. What I a like, shocker! Yeah, I know, right? Look at that pussy! Look at that pussy kid! He takes the mask off for the first time, yeah, and it's all intimidation tactics. The mask coming off. It's brilliant. It's it absolutely genius. brilliant. And he kind of just did it. Yeah. You know? She asked him to do it, and he did it. I remember. So when the, when he started, I think I wrote about this in the last article, just like the uns, unspoiled version. Mm-hmm. Um, but his voice. Uh, I was worried. The second I saw him on screen, I hadn't really... I, no one ever heard him. He's just going to be Vader talk. again. I'm like, oh, feels, crap. There's heavy breathing. Well, I was thinking more like uh, it was going to f- suffer the Batman syndrome. Mm. Where Bane's like, rolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bane cat. Bane cat. <laughs> and I understand I needed subtitles because I couldn't understand a word he was saying. Yeah. That movie was really loud, I remember, when I saw in the theater. The Force Even, Awakens? Uh, no, 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 Batman, Batman. Uh, the last one. Yep. Uh, and a lot, a lot of his movies are really fucking loud. Chris Nolan's yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah, like uh, Interstellar. Yeah. Fuck, that was a loud movie. I haven't seen it. Oh my god, it was. Everyone walked out of the theater. Like, why did you do Bringing that? What's the point? Huh. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. His uh, his voice was perfect. Yeah. Like it was. It was just, like, downtoned enough, but it, like you could tell it was his real voice. Yeah. He barely modulated it, like, a little. Yeah. But just enough, just to get, like, it had, like, no bass at all. Yeah. It was, like, all treble and just, like, really silent, like, in between his words. It was just absolutely muted. It sounds like his voice is just echoing around inside the mask. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound exactly. like it's being amped up or anything. And it had, like, that reminiscent Darth Vader, you know, curve down the back of yeah. the neck and stuff. Because he's a uh, fanboy. The yeah, main man. villain of this movie is a fanboy of the arch villain from the original trilogy. It's That's, fucking yeah. awesome. That's cool. And they like in the story, he's a fan of his his granddad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. He's like his biggest admirer. Yeah, and he's like super conflicted. I've never seen a Sith with like actual conflict, and it was physical, and as um, most you know, it's just this emotional tension mm. that he has, and he's not really sure because he's right on the edge, and then. When he kills his father. He kills his father, a hand solo, on the bridge. Um, he's he's uh, completed his, his training, you know? He said, I'm not really sure what I, what to do. Yeah. And he's, like, come over, had, kind of ha- handing him his lightsaber, and then it turns on and, you know, stabs him, and he yeah. figured it out. But, uh, no, he did a really good job. I don't know about his face. His face, when he took his mask off, I'm like, oh, so that's Han and... Legos, I, that's it? I had the same... <laughs> that's what you made? I had the same... Oh, yeah, he doesn't look anything no, like either looks, of his parents. I know, it's kind of weird. But I had the same reaction, but in a way that made me go like, oh my god, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. He's just an ugly, derpy, dweeby-looking kid. Yeah. This is our. This is what we had to deal yeah. with. It was a really good choice. I, I don't know what else he did before. Like, I'd never seen his face the in actor? another movie. Yeah. He's on Girls. He plays a uh, uh, misogynist male on the TV show Girls. Yeah? Yeah, he plays a boyfriend character. Well, I like Kylo Ren. Um, what else do I like? Uh, the cinematography was genius. Yeah, it's just visually it great. It really well. All the wipes and, you know, like the transitions were exactly what it used to be. And it was really nice and fast. It didn't get bogged down in exposition, which is another thing. They just obviously very clearly left out from the prequels trilogy. But they could have done more of that. For instance, I didn't understand so much about the gap between the, the original trilogy. Like, okay, the Empire dissolved and just didn't change and just changed their name. That's all that happened to the Empire as far as they can tell. They still have elaborate, epic-scale military technology. They have uh, uh, um, 
Grand Moffs, they have Star Destroyers, they have Death Stars, they have TIE Fighters, they have all the Stormtroopers, yeah. somehow. Don't you think when the Rebellion won, they would have been like, yeah, no, you guys fight for us now, you wear our uniforms, we're disbanding that army. Yeah, it's They're been, not clones. It's we're, been 30 years, you think they would have figured out... Um, it, like it, a new, a new style. It was supposed to have created like a power vacuum when the empire fell, but it just looks like the empire never fell. They slapped another name on it. And why is the rebellion still called the rebellion? Or in the Force Awakens, they're called the Resistance. The there resistance. was nothing for them to resist against. They beat the empire <laughs> well, thirty years ago. They're the army now. Uh, just I think the it's army. just another R word with an extra syllable. Yeah. And like, yeah, that makes sense. And then the Empire turns into the First Order. It's the same shit, and they call it something different. Yeah. There's always something good and something like it's not, bad. It's not and a Death Star anymore. Other. It's a star killer yeah, station. That's just a story, right? You need a, a you need a conflict of some kind, somewhere. I just felt like it wasn't super clearly established. Yeah. There's a really Im- impassioned speech that Don Hall Gleason gives to uh, his army mm-hmm. before they blow up five planets. Oh, you know his name? Yeah. What's he from then? Have you seen uh, Frank? No. The movie about the musician with yeah, the big yeah, yeah. paper mache head? Yeah. One of the best movies of last year. Okay. Fucking amazing. It. And he plays a, a dweeby little kid okay. who sucks at music okay. and just tags along with their band. It's so funny to see him. And he's the general? And he's like this Nazi general in this movie. But um, he gave an impassioned speech about how awful the Republic is. And I was like, what What? What problem do you guys have I, with the I, Republic? I don't understand where they, all this vitriol <laughs> comes from. It's really hard to believe in the motivation of these villains when not one finger is lifted to explain. Yeah, the, the ridicule falls flat just because there was absolutely nothing Like, they mentioned the Republic or shown once. to the audience. Yeah, yeah but, about like... What exactly? They're, they're fighting what? the bad guys. Yeah. Like, don't you get it? Yeah. And uh, it's... Star Wars has always been, like, a black and white... That's the whole theme, light of the, and dark of the thing, and the transition between and the transition two. and the that gray area in the middle. But it's just like good and bad, and yeah. light and dark, yeah. and this and that, and that's just the way it is, right? That's it's like inherently woven into the storyline. But it may, it makes sense it. in a New Hope, like it, it, yeah. There is that light and dark polarity, but at the same time, just in the initial Star Scroll. It's like, oh, okay, well, the Empire is a fucking horrible, oppressive tyranny that prevents people's freedoms, and they have brutal weapons, and they kill people at will. That's why they hate them. Okay, I got a reason now. But the First Order is not the ruling class anymore. The Republic is the ruling class. Because they won. They beat them. Uh, So I don't quite understand how they still have so much military power and how they haven't been controlled by this newly established... Order of the Republic right. after the Rebellion one. It's just a little confusing. Ultimately, obviously, it doesn't matter because this is just a goofy, fun, hijinks, family issues, uh, dealing with trauma kind of adventure story. Yep. Um, but I don't know. I, I would have so liked that because I'm yeah, a nerd and yeah. it satisfies me to know everything makes sense because Star Wars is good for that. And that's it, though. You know, it's like... Uh, he wanted it to be the same movie, so we're all on board here, and we all get on that that train and and take this fucking intergalactic Star Wars yep. train to wherever the hell it's heading. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just played it really safe. Yeah. And I get the first time I saw the movie, I didn't, I did, I, well, I didn't love it. I still, mm. I don't think I love the movie. Mm. It's just something that happened, and I don't know. I'm an adult now. It's hard to get really excited mm-hmm. about stuff. Um, but he. I mean, Abrams did it exactly how he, I think it should have been done. He must have had a lot of really hard conversations with, like, how much new shit are we going to show people? Yeah. And how much of that nostalgia are we going to keep and then push into the next movie? Yeah. And they set it up, but I get, like, I, 
I was a bit disappointed with how how familiar it was, but at the same time, that's what I loved about it. And and again, like, and you got to consider like two of the people I think that we saw this movie with had never seen any Star Wars movies. For a ton of people, man, especially for this generation, this is the first Star Wars movie they've ever seen. Yeah. And from that perspective, it makes a ton of fucking sense that, well, A New Hope is the best Star Wars movie. Arguably, Empire Strikes Back is the right. best Star Wars movie. But for, like, a first Star Wars movie, replicating A New Hope as a kind of introduction to this whole universe and an introduction to all of the patterns mm-hmm. that define the story of Star Wars, this is, like, an awesome way to do it. If you had never seen Star Wars before, you'd be fucking stoked about this movie. There's yeah. so much depth and, like, yeah. texture and world-building going on mm-hmm. and, like fun character interactions. All the characters are so likable. Every character in this movie is, like, unique and cool and likable. Except for Ren. Except for Ren. Okay, so, so are we done with all the things that we liked about the movie? Do you have, is there anything else that you were just really... I just also want to say that uh, this is just the first in the new trilogy as well, and maybe they played it extremely safe, just to Maybe they're just kind of taking the temperature and being like, okay, everyone's cool with yeah, this. Okay, yeah. now we okay, can tell no. the story we want to tell I, I, about uh, Luke's training, about what yeah. it looks like to watch a Sith Lord's training. I yeah. think it might really spiral out of all this familiarity a little mm-hmm. bit as we continue through the trilogy and come into its own. Mm-hmm. But totally speculation. There's no way of knowing whether second movie will be exactly like Strikes Back and oh, third movie will be exactly like Return of the Jedi. Oh man, I hope not. With just inversions. Like now it's a Sith Lord who's like flipped around to become a Jedi and it's Luke who's turned dark and he has to take down Luke. Yeah. Because Luke's torn up about what happened to him and his Shadow order. Luke? Yeah, Shadow Luke. He was in gray, man. It's I like almost Zelda. screamed it. <laughs> I almost screamed it when she gets to that island and she comes around and you see him standing there and it's like, I was gonna scream, his robes are gray! <laughs> He's not a Jedi anymore! <laughs> that was, and he turns around and it's Mark Hamill. Yeah. His name wasn't even on the poster, man. Carrie Fisher's name, Harrison ah, Ford's name were on the poster. No one knew Mark Hamill was gonna be in it. That's true. And to me, that was the mega ultimate spoiler that I yeah. didn't want anyone to know because that's like, oh, Oh, wow, there's shit going on here. <laughs> I thought he was dead or something. I haven't heard from Mark Hamill in years. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. So that's that, so, like okay, that. so we're done with what we liked. Now, the fun part is kind of breaking it all down. And there's certain things I noticed, and they're so obvious, so we might as well get them out of the way now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Death Star, another fucking Death Star. What the fuck? And then he, someone in the movie says, oh, uh, it's not actually a Death Star because the old Death Star was like the size of yeah. Uh, they show it. A, it's a, like the size of a tennis ball, a billiard ball. The new, <laughs> the new one is just a planet with a hole <laughs> yeah. in the middle that absorbs a sun and then shoots it at other planets right. and incinerates. Now I, I imagine, uh, Mister Architect, you're gonna have a lot of issues with uh, with heat management. What are you gonna do to release heat from this thing when it's operating? Oh well, the heat. You see, uh, of course, there must be one. Uh, exploitable weakness. Helm's Deep has one weakness. Its outer wall is solid rock for a small column at its base, which is little more than a train. Yeah. Um, that I need to put uh, as, as like a module in the corner of the planet here, because uh, otherwise it, it wouldn't operate. Uh, on a ship this big, you're going to need at least... A dozen exhaust valves, yeah. about missile size, about missile size. Yeah, something exhaust you could valves. probably blow yeah. up. And you want them to lead right to the center of the 
of the craft. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's the only way we're going to be able to, to make something. Like, yeah. what the fuck? You're fired. You're both fired. Get this, out. This architect, whoever the fuck built <laughs> the Death Stars, must be murdered or hanged because he's doing a fucking terrible job. Every time they get built, they they work for like ten minutes and yeah. then they get annihilated. They didn't even finish the second. Yeah, they Death didn't even Star. finish it. A fucking blew up. Swiss cheese hole. Inside it's like, of yeah, it. you know what, guys? Sorry, um, I'm this one, but this one. <laughs> this is gonna be the one. This is the one. It's a planet. We're gonna suck up a sun and shoot it at shit. But we're not going to... I mean, can the thing move? Like, did they even consider once they've, like, it's exhausted that, yeah. all the energy from a system that they... Like, how do you travel a planet to another system? There's lots of it shit. doesn't make any fucking sense. A, a Star Trek fan would be appalled at the Star Killer Station. I mean, what? how close is the sun that they're absorbing? And they built it in 30 years. Yeah. Like, like where... What happened? Does it have a gravitational pull or an orbit or something? Uh... Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then they blew up the Capitol. I was just watching that happen going, holy shit. Well, did they? Well, yeah, you saw the big, like, orange energy glow and it hit washed down over the city. Yeah, it shot out and it broke into five pieces and then uh, five fucking planets. But it was not Coruscant. They named some other planet that they destroyed. The way it looked, I'm like, oh, that's the Capitol. I thought it was Coruscant. That's where, like, Jedi Council was. City World. Yeah, The whole planet is one big city. It's gone now. And, b- and bajillions so of people dead. died. There's no Republic. I suppose. No one seemed no bothered by it. Yeah, no one said shit about it. I'm like, there was wow, no, that is no one ex- sensed a single fucking disturbance no, in the forest. No, Leia was like, Leia had a somber look oh, on yeah. her face. Like, and she sat bad. down and, and, and looked sad. Leia didn't have any looks on her face in this and, movie. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's plastic surgery or excessive <laughs> drug use. <laughs> oh, both. Yeah, but <laughs> she phoned this one in. Mm. To be fair, she wasn't given much of a part. She had very no. little to do or say. Yeah, she's the general now. But yeah, she's, she comes off the plane. She's like, Han. Han! <laughs> we need to get our you need to get our son back. Bring back our son. I smoked a thousand cigarettes between one movie and the next. Yeah. And I drank 30,000 liters of whiskey. Yeah, she, but I'm still here. She was pretty broke up about winning the war and putting medals around everybody's necks. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard life. And she's a princess still. Isn't her planet exploded? Uh, uh, Presumably, she's not a princess anymore. She's a general. Because uh, Bail Organa probably died when Alderaan got destroyed. Okay, we're just guessing probably. It's in the lore there somewhere. So, that's another thing. So, there's all this background information to Star Wars. Unlike any other property, I think it has the most, um, like, backdoor storylines of any property I can oh, yeah. think of. Oh, yeah. The novels, like, I know Inkster, our friend Matt Inkster, read, like, pretty much every Star Wars novel. People still have theories all about it. Uh, that Finn uh, is a relative of Lando. Okay, Calrissian. Yeah. Because of his... Because color? before all this... Well, because he's the only other black person in the galaxy, apparently. But also because Han Solo was married. He had a marriage before uh, A New Hope. To Lando Calrissian's sister. Okay, so this is the canon that they f- scrapped and threw away. This is canonical in a comic that came out like two months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's another question. So he so he says out loud. Abrams is like, "We're not using the canon. It doesn't exist. But We're it's creating our it, own it, it, story." Yeah, I've heard it is lining up very closely with the pre-existing. Yeah, canon. but that's bullshit because you are using some of those yeah. those ideas. And yeah. I saw it. I thought uh, Soth. You know, when he walked in, Snoke and. Snoke. I always call him Soth. I don't know. It's a terrible name. I'm calling him Soth. Okay. And uh, 
when he's talking to him, and he's in that chair, and he's like 160 mm-hmm. feet tall, and I, I hope he's actually not that tall. If he was in reality, oh, that'd be so stupid. To me, the dead giveaway, as soon as you see like the hologram shimmer, you're like, oh my god, this is just a tiny man. <laughs> yeah. Like, every Sith, he has this ridiculous inferiority complex, like this Napoleon complex yeah. that he needs to project yeah. He's probably He's probably everyone. like three feet tall. Yeah, he's, he's Gollum! As soon as I saw him, I was like, oh wow, Gollum's a Sith Lord. Yeah, he looked like a mix of Gollum and... Uh, uh, like Voldemort or something. And then sure enough in the credits it's Andy Serkis. Of course. <laughs> Which is funny to me. But yeah, so I saw I thought Soth I'm gonna call him Sloth now. That's fine. It. Yeah, he looks I thought Sloth funny. was um uh the Emperor's Palpatine. Uh, um master. Sidious's master. Yeah, he and, must be. and from the backstory... Who else would have trained that guy? And what, this guy looks like he's like a thousand years old. Yeah, and so the idea was that um, back in A New Hope, the first series of the Star Wars movies, um, the Emperor was the master and Darth Vader was the apprentice. Yep. But and there before, can only be two. And there can only be, yeah, the rule of so the Sith rule of two. And But before that... Um, so what has to happen is the apprentice has to either kill the master yep. and take over or die. Yeah. And that's how Sith uh, progression works. And the rule of two is powerful because, and the dark side is powerful because each progressing a successor uh, of the of master and apprentice yeah. is like more powerful than the yeah. last. They're, they, con- they consume each other. Yeah. Almost. So I thought s- <laughs> the sloth was um, the emperor... Uh, what is it, Darth Sidious? Yeah. Emperor as Darth Sidious's uh, master yeah. that went into hiding. Yeah. And um, was just kind of con- puppeteering the whole rise of the Empire. Much from the like shadows, Sidious. Which is a great storyline. Yeah. But apparently that's not the case at all. I, the first time I saw the movie, the sloth or whatever his name is, um, is like a brand new character that they just created. Really? Yeah, he has nothing to do with the past at all. He's just this new guy that we don't know about as an audience. We're, we're going to find out when he's training Kylo Ren. In, like, two years, which is awesome. I'm so excited to see how the Sith, like, train. Yeah, that's I've a great reveal. That. That's yeah, yeah. so cool. Yeah, it's really exciting. Because uh, we know what Jedi training is like. And it's not like what they showed in the fucking prequel trilogy where it's a bunch of kids in a classroom waggling tiny lightsabers around. Yeah, yeah. It's... You go talk to some old man, and the old man fucks with you for a while, and then gives you drugs or something, and yeah. makes you wander off, confront your past traumas, and then boom, you've like mastered the force. It didn't take long. Uh, it's like his training was to defeat Vader or convince Vader to reconcile his own life. Yeah. And then after that, boom, you're instantly a master. That's yeah. that's that's the moral lesson that Star Wars is supposed to impart, like to to master yourself or to become an expert in anything is to go through the hard work of like looking at yourself it's not about doing push-ups and shit like that's part of it sure but it's about confronting like the difficult issues in your life and your own family history and shit like yeah that's the real challenge of of mastering the force sure uh so i wonder what it is for sith is it yeah, just, no, like, burning and abandoning and ignoring all of those issues and refusing to deal with them and just destroying them instead of incorporating them into your life? Imagine it's a lot of, uh, uh, dig- degrading, uh, you know... Breaking you. shitty, yeah, b- breakable, um... You wanna, you're just trying to kindle fear and hatred and... Yeah, you're, and you're, like, massaging that and, and making that grow. Yeah. So they're probably just, like, slap each other until yeah. they get really mad. Yeah. And, 
just kind you know, of torture up, him. Yeah, psychological. And, and his lightsaber. I loved Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Great like, touch. It was like the you it know was feral. It looked feral. Yeah, and when he swung it around, it was like that broadsword style, like, like a claymore. It was yeah. really cool. Two handed lightsaber. But it was all agitated because like yeah. he built it, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. Like he didn't, people, he still people knew. have interesting theories. Like that's yeah, what I thought. When I saw he's it all buzzing, or he did it deliberately because it does more damage and it's yeah. more harmful that way, or he's just such a conflicted guy that. That's how it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Still disappointed. Really we've never cool. gotten to see a scene of a force user building their lightsaber and what it actually looks like when they forge it. Yeah, that would have been fuck? fucking dope. That's so weird. That again, that might be a flashback May- in episode. Yeah, episode and maybe eight. they'll do it again. But yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, but what we didn't like. Let's get back to that. Yeah, what we didn't Keep like. Bogged down. Um, I um, Ray's, so, Ray's character. Yeah. Well, was... b- both the the main characters. Yeah, Ray and Finn. We're, we're great. I like them. But yeah, they're, things they're about really likable. Like, they do fun things, but their actual personalities suffer a little bit from the prequel characters and that they're kind of hard to describe. Yeah. Uh, well, I can describe Rey. She is Han Solo and Princess Leia. And Luke. And Luke Skywalker all smashed together. Yeah. That's who she is. And she's, uh, she's rugged and resourceful. And she's strong. She's very, very strong. Everything about her is just so perfect. Yeah, in fact, she's so strong that she has no weakness whatsoever. She's yeah. just good at everything. Yeah. You, you know what I noticed the first shot when uh, she shows up, you know, when she's got her goggles on yeah. and her mask and stuff, um, and she's salvaging from yeah. the thing. Remember Nausicaa? Yeah. That movie, uh, yeah, the Yeah, she Miyazaki looks like Nausicaa, movie? totally. She totally liked that. The movie starts yeah. exactly the same way. Yeah. That's true. Um, you she's know, just scavenging she's just a scavenger. In wasteland. Yeah. yeah. Except, uh... On her little hover thing, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except uh, her dad is, you know, gone and out of the picture. And Nausicaa, mm. she has her, her dad's a king or something. Anyway, I just thought it was really cool. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice touch. It's a nice detail. Yeah, I thought it looked cool. She also looks, with those goggles and the face covering, she looks a lot like Kylo Ren's mask. I think they are related. They're you think they're related? Cousins or siblings? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's. I, it's too obvious that she'd be Luke Skywalker's sibling or something. That doesn't make sense. But it's Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars but it is about being obvious. But everyone, anyone could have the Force. So what do they call them? Force sensitives? No way. No, no, no. It's inherited. They, you, we've never met a character in any of the movies who just plain has the Force. Okay, All I'm, of them inherit it from a Force user. Fair, fair enough. I'm going to say she's not related to any of the Skywalkers or anyone. I think she, she's just a new person. Either uh, Han and Leia had twins, or Luke had a kid of his own that right. ended up getting spared when uh, Kylo Ren came and killed the okay. order he was training, okay. and then she got sent to Tatooine. I'm okay. not calling it Jakku. It's fucking Tatooine. It makes <laughs> it no difference. <laughs> whether it's a different planet or not, it's completely stupid. Yeah. Um, one more thing about Rey is I noticed at the end, you know, okay, so another droid... Has another map, hit secret map. Yeah. That same, has to yeah. get off. It's the same story. Yep. Get off the system. And then R2-D2 has the last piece somehow because Skywalker yeah. let him know. Okay, that, I hated put that it together more then. about the movie than anything else. <laughs> the two robots. You already like, oh. remade R2-D2. Why do you have the actual <laughs> R2? He just turns on because the audience wants to hear him go. <laughs> and then C-3PO shows up again. He's With like, a red oh, arm. my arm. Yeah, like, okay. Fuck? I don't fucking care. I'm glad you said that aloud. But the thing that bothered me is they said, just sent Ray. For some reason, Ray... So By Han herself. Solo dies and Ray just takes off with the Wookiee. For, I don't know why she was the one that goes to give Luke his lightsaber. Oh, because back. she has magical Millennium Falcon flight powers. And now she has his lightsaber. She's like, oh, I'll just go I'll just go meet him and, and give it back. Like, well, wouldn't you uh, go with like a bunch more people just to make sure he's safe? 
I, I don't, I don't know. know. I'd be Whatever. like, well, this dude's like really fucked up and conflicted, and I just want to go meet him and give him his shit back because yeah. we need him. Yeah. Because this Sith dude, even though I can handily beat the living shit out of this <laughs> Sith who's been training for like 10 years without even trying. That was interesting. She just gets all her powers for free. Yeah. The whole point. It's kind of, yeah. The whole point of the progression of Star Wars is that it is hard to be strong. It takes a long time. The strongest guy in all of Star Wars in the original trilogy is Yoda, and he doesn't even fight. That dude no. is so strong, he's just stepped out of the whole arena altogether. Yeah. All he ever did was, like, lift the X-Wing out of the, out of yeah, the pond. that's all he had to down. do. Yeah, amazing. all he had to do was do something that Luke couldn't do. And, and say a bunch of wise and shit. And that just establishes him as the coolest guy in, in the universe. And, and Luke, even up to uh, Return of the Jedi, is fucking up. Like, Luke fucks up so much. He he has to deal with failure and humiliation again and again and again and again. At, not even once does Ren get humiliated um, because that would be sexist. Oh, of course. I see what you're going for. The, the whole motivation for having, uh, I don't know, I, I hate to say it, I'm not against having uh, your main adventuring characters being a, a black guy and a girl. No, that, no that, problem that, at that's all. Great. That's awesome. It's current totally and diversity cool. is, is fine. Yep. It's, it's a big universe. Yep. There's, there's no reason that it shouldn't be available for anyone to be the focal point of these adventures. But, but you can really see like people kind of pulling their hands back from the table when, when you get to these action scenes or developing these story arcs because they don't really have to endure much, you know? Like, Ren's got a brutal backstory, she's basically working as a slave for this shitty dude, but she, as soon as she gets her hands on the Millennium Falcon, she's so good at everything, it's like, why was she here ever I at don't all? Know. Why can, wouldn't she have stolen that? Oh, because her family was gonna return, and they right, never came she's back. she's expecting her family to come. Where well, she acquired was, these skills uh, in the first yeah, place? Yeah, I, I don't ridiculous. know. You know, scavengers, they're good at shit. And, uh, you know, they just made her good at shit right away, and she hasn't really learned anything at all. Yeah, you're kind of right. It wasn't really, like, she, she didn't progress at all. She within it all within a span of two days, she can fly the Millennium Falcon better than Han yeah. fucking Solo can. Knows everything about his ship. She can kill men. She can kill men and outfly trained fighter pilots. Yeah, so they killed people. She's never been in a ship before. Uh, she can just ruthlessly kill people, just remorselessly. Not only can she overpower them, but she doesn't give a fuck, which is cool to watch, yeah. but is not... doesn't make sense. It's not... There's no depth to it. It's not rewarding and exciting. To, there's no development of that commitment to violence. Mm -hmm. uh, and she just picks up the Force. As soon as someone uses the Force on her, it just wakes up in her just as strong yeah. as it was in the person who was When, when she was her. being, like, interrogated by Kylo Ren, she yeah. just kind of learned to use it she, and she, then got out. She, she was in pain for a couple of seconds, but then she just used it, and then she fucking Jedi mind... Where, what, made, <laughs> what even gives you the idea to brainwash people until somebody trains you to do it? How could that ever even occur to you? We're just talking telekinesis right now. And there's all that. And uh, Finn as well. Finn, there's a bit more justification, and his character's a bit better because he's unsure of himself throughout everything. Yeah, um, I Finn was the that that whole storyline. The first time I saw the movie, really pissed me off because hmm. I'm like, as okay, so as a fan of Star Wars and what I know a stormtrooper is, yeah. and all of a sudden they kind of flipped it back up 180 oh, degrees. There are all people inside. 
and now they're just individuals and stuff. And they explain it with, like, one phrase later in the movie. Yeah, they're a drafted army and not And I guess I was, like, not paying attention and I didn't hear that. So all I thought was, like, oh, so now we're just supposed to buy that all of these clones aren't anymore and they're individual people and they could have fucked off at any time they wanted to and they didn't? Well, no, they they destroy the clone army at the end of... uh... Of uh, Sith, but not like every one of them, you know. Yeah, there's got to be. I thought it would be like a hodgepodge mishmash of uh, clones and individuals. Again, yeah, like the first order should be this brutal, weird mishmash mercenary army. It's too similar to the Empire. It's just too perfect and too organized. Anyway, so he's like, he sees some shit. He's asked to kill a bunch of innocents. Presumably his first battle. Yeah, he's been training his whole life. Yeah, Yeah, first battle he goes to, his friend dies. Someone Watches you and train someone. With. I don't know how you identify those people. They all look the same. It's like, what oh, black Jerry. people? You fucking oh. racist! They all look the same to me. Oh Jesus, <laughs> stormtroopers, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. asshole. Um, of course. Yeah. So he takes it off. He he's breathing heavy and he can't handle. It, and he's like, okay, I'm leaving. And he just gets in a in in a ship or he goes. No, he goes back. Um, uh, he has to get his blaster checked, yeah, and yeah. then he gets like a psyche valve, and yeah. a psyche valve, and then ends up fucking off with the Poe pilot. He breaks out Poe, yeah. and uh, and then he just he's and that's cool. Indi- but then, adventure together is yeah, cool. It is cool, but it's just like he's just uh, instantly like this total like uh, renegade individual after twenty years of probably brainwashing, yeah, I brutal did. training and conditioning. First battle, oh, you know what? I'm a righteous. And he's Independent. Really, yeah, and he's really funny and like exuberant and and where he's been basically living as a slave as his a slave entire life. life. Yes. Where do you get all this fucking personality? You had no opportunity to build any character. That's true. You couldn't even shoot a gun in a battle. And they did say, I think Kylo Ren, when they found out that he went rogue, he's like, "Hey, well, we should have. Why aren't you using yeah. clones? Yeah. We should have been using clones yeah. instead." He's like, "No, I've raised these these." kids from these I like that there's a conflict there they're babies and stuff and and they do one of my favorite things about the movie was how well stormtroopers were characterized throughout the movie the stormtrooper humor throughout the entire movie is so really on funny. point yeah, yeah. and it really I don't know I think they're a little bit aware that that character kind of dissolves the mystique of what stormtroopers are a little bit but they play it up a lot throughout the movie like uh, when uh, Kylo Ren's having a hissy fit, two of the stormtroopers run yeah, in, yeah. and they're like, uh, nope, and they just turn around and walk walk, walk right yeah. out, walk I, right I, away. I loved his hissy fits. Those yeah. are awesome. And that's Anything such a else? simple gesture, but yeah. it just says, speaks volumes. Oh, know? yeah. The whole audience is, like, kind of laughing nervously as the sto- as the, yeah. his advisor yeah. would, just I, watching him do this. I think I, I would say he's my favorite villain of, like, the past a very long time. Yeah! I can't, I can't think of anyone that was more interesting yeah. um, than, than he, his he's, character. He's really dynamic. It was, it was a, really cool. A lot cooler than fucking well, Cooler? I think way cooler than any other Sith, I think, in, in the, any of the other movies. Yes. I just enjoy his character so much more. Well, Darth Maul had no personality and lasted one movie. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Palpatine is a really, really cool character. Yeah, I really like the way Palpatine yeah. rose to power. That was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Finn's uh, Finn's personality and character development is is uh, pretty ambiguous. Um, but he does struggle a little bit. Like he first gets in the cockpit to fire the gun in the Falcon, yeah, and, and he, he goes know. through. He walks in Luke's footsteps. He's like, oh, I don't know how to do this, but he figures it out. Mm-hmm. He kind of struggles through it and figures it out. Um. And he meets them on, I guess he lands on Jakku. Yeah, so you're saying, yeah, Jakku was fucking... It's just Tatooine. Tatooine. Just call it that. 
And then, uh, then so we had Hot Planet, Medium Hot Planet, Hoth. and Cold Planet. Yeah. So Hoth was what? Whatever Naboo. the fuck it was called. Yeah. The the like Death Star. It had a name. Sun Sucker. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it was called. Um, but that was really funny too. It just made me laugh. Like, are there three planets in the fucking galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> is that what we're talking about? And what happens to them all when you suck the sun away? Do the planets just kind of start floating I around? Don't know, they have nothing man. to orbit around. It, Everyone would die instantly. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. A Star Trek nerd uh, would have uh, like be major appalled. issues. Be yeah, appalled. they'd be appalled. <laughs> oh man, how about those fucking weird creatures that Han Solo was keeping? What did they call them? Rathters. Rath. Rathter. Rathtar. Um, they I thought it was Doctor Who. Yeah, like, it got it very like a Doctor Who monster. It got very other kind of science fiction universe for a minute there, but I was just so satisfied with the idea of Han Solo even as an old man. He's like, "Yeah, I found these fucking weird deadly animals. Someone wants to buy them." Oh, what? I just got to keep them in a cage and ship them over to this planet? Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll just talk our way through it. Don't worry about it, yeah. Chewie. So, what's his storyline? Was it like so he uh I don't know, has been doing whatever he's been doing, and I guess he's still trying to, doing his, like, shady, snaky shit and smuggling yep. shit. So I guess he stole a First Order yeah. freighter? Yep, and he's using that as his cover to get shit around. Right, and he's, I guess, looking, he finds his his Millennium Falcon just shows up. Everything There's, about Han Solo's story in this movie was absolutely perfect. It was the exactly The performance was perfect, the yeah. story was on point. Uh, uh, Chewie, him using the bow blaster, the yeah. bow slinger, whatever that gun is called. I'm like, hey, this thing's really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was all really fun. His confrontation with his son and his death, it was all really, really well done. On the, uh, on the, uh, on the bridge. incredibly unsafe platform. Of which there are many. No guardrails whatsoever. <laughs> he also, like, plummeted into a bottomless pit, yep. which is also uh, quite a prevalent yep. uh, set piece. In the entire Star Wars It's got good psychological value. It's good kind of operatic kind of staging. Oh, it was epic. Yeah. Absolutely. It looked great. But, uh, yeah, so you have this uh, completely overpowered uh, female and uh, Stormtrooper lead characters. If they were in a video game, they would get removed from the game, or people would be like, I won't play this game until they nerf these characters, because it's not fair to fight against them. Uh, I think they were overpowered because of their, you know, being uh, uh, minorities as protagonists. Mm-hmm. Because the writers were like, oh, well, we're going to put these characters in to satisfy people who want diversity in film casts, mm-hmm. but we're not going to put them through the same trials that any other character would be put through. We're just yeah. going to make it really easy for them so no one can wag a finger at us. So social justice warriors can't come up to us and be like, oh, you're really prejudiced against the female characters by making her struggle through difficult trials. You're just saying she's weak because she's a woman. Ah, uh, that's such... Oh, that's so stupid. But, like, can you blame them? No. You don't want people coming in and storming in on your fun movie and, no, like, wrecking it, it with that kind of attitude. No, it, it's a sensitive thing, and I get that, and they just made her... I, We're just just not at a point where we can maturely depict it in a movie of this scale yet, you know? The whole point of Star Wars is it's an everyman story. It's got to be palatable to everyone, even at the expense of good storytelling. The whole, like, it's almost the fundamental element of all stories is that the characters have to struggle to gain their power or their insight, and, and Finn and Ren barely have to do that at all. Ren, not at all. No, she has she just one bad it. time. That's true. When she finds the lightsaber, and that's it. That is true. 
And that was disappointing. Yeah, a little bit. Man, I, I saw when you saw it in the theater, it's this, both times I saw it, I was in the first, like, front fucking row. Oh, you were in the front row the first time as well. Well, we saw it together. We were also in the yeah. front row the second time. But, like, when the when the Star Wars, like, if you're... If you see that Star Wars icon and yeah. it shows up and the words swipe it, and if you don't get goosebumps, you're you're, you're dead. Brain dead. A dead. Yeah. yeah, you are a dead. So I'm just sitting there and I got my 3D glasses on. I said, and you have like the, you have glasses already. Glasses so on glasses. Like double fuck. That's yeah. so ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm watching it and it shows up and it backs out and then uh, then the words like the whole intro just starts rolling. Yeah. And I have to look from like from way left to left right to way right. I'm like, whoa. You're just scrolling like typewriter like, style. Oh, shit, this is crazy. <laughs> By the way. That was the coolest 3D effect in the whole movie. The scroll. Yeah, there was yep. another one of, like, one of the Death Star freighters, like, just with the points, yep. like, right in my face. Yep. That, that was, was right awesome at the beginning. But the, the, the words were the coolest thing yep. about the 3D. Absolutely. 3D is, like, a kind of a throwaway thing. If I had a choice to not see the 3D movie, I yep. would have done it. I was really surprised it was 3D at all. I don't care. It's, like, it's cool. It's more still, like, it's a so, gimmick. It's so tacked on. But it's just, and once it's, once you, like, your eyes adjust when that popcorn put on your 3D glasses. It's not really mind shows up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally forget I'm watching a 3D yeah. movie. Yeah, it just feels normal. And then the end, when the end credits rolled again, it was looked really cool. Yeah. Because it was, like, the, the, the fonts were, like, popping right yeah. out of my face against the... This like space background. Yeah, it's really fun when it's not overwrought. Like I remember in uh, Mad Max, like I saw it not in 3D, and there's one scene. There's there's one little scene in the entire movie that would not have been in there if 3D wasn't an option. Yeah. When um, what's his fucking name? The Doof Warrior, the blind guitarist. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, his name is Doof. He's the Doof Warrior. Uh, he his shit crashes and his guitar is on like. These the elastic straps and yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right it flies like cartoon slow motion at the screen. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> Everything else about that movie is so good and so tight, except for this stupid, like, make sure you show them that we really spent the 3D budget on this. <laughs> we got to say it in Australian accent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, it's like completely tacked on, not a core part of the experience. I would much rather have seen it in just plain I visuals. Guess. I, I wonder where it makes it's... no difference. Really. Yeah. I wonder where it's going too, because I mean, VR is going to be coming out next year, and mm-hmm. I wonder if it's going to affect the whole three D world of film. I don't know. No, I don't, too much I, liability with shit getting damaged and broken. It'll be for home viewing. Yeah, probably. I just, uh, I don't know. It just seems so tacked on. I don't even care anymore. I'm not sure anybody else really does either. It's like it's three hey, D. Great feat of salesmanship. It just kind of came more back money. from like the eighties. Yeah, it's they just make so much more, more money. profit from the industries that build the cameras and create the software yeah. and whatever. I don't know. It makes absolutely no difference yeah. to me. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't like it. Yeah. Um. So anything else? Uh, what else was disappointing about the movie? <laughs> Let's talk about what really disappointed you. Uh, deep, deep down. So it's fine. Uh, I've given the reasons why I thought it's fine. The similarities to A New Hope. Um, so you're saying like, like like some of the gimmies, like okay, we'll we'll allow it. Well, like, like does, so does this station have a trash compactor? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> yeah, like, that's funny because that suggests that a they're gonna throw her down there, and b she's gonna find a pole and escape. 
Yeah. Just like they did. Yeah. Right? They were even wearing Stormtrooper outfits when they escaped from mm-hmm. there. And she's a Stormtrooper, the it's, Brienne character. It's fun. That's good writing when you can suggest something and then automatically you know the audience. And the will wink just and nudge. Thinking. Like yeah. even the characters in the movie, like they know, like, oh yeah, trash compactor sucks, man. Yeah. So that was <laughs> That's good. That's funny. But as the movie wore on, it started to get really annoying. These overwrought, over deliberate references to the original movie. Yeah. Like, uh, they find R2D2 yeah. and C3PO. Like, I don't fucking care. Everything will go fine without them. Everyone's already very happy to see Harrison Ford and Chewbacca and Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. You don't. It was just laid on a little too. There was almost like an air of desperation I, to it. Like, yeah, guys, Star Wars, I right? Know. Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> Cram it down people's throats. Yeah. But, you have to show so they had the characters are in the movie and that's just the way it is you know uh, Leia's in it and Han Solo's in it he's not in the story anymore but he was there he played um, a huge role in the story he did too. it was a huge role but um, it's when you put those iconic characters back into the movie you can't help but have this nostalgia but it's kind of sad at the same time you know it's like oh man you had to use them just to pedal yep. like another Star Wars movie. Yeah. And maybe they'll take the back seat in the next few so that they can... They, this is really just like they really needed the launch vehicle and they needed it to be totally appealing. It was very vanilla. Yeah. The whole thing was like this uh, like pedestrian sort of experience. They got to hit all of their bases. We, yep, you, you ticked off all that Make shit Make sure we know we're in the same territory as we were before. And that's what Star Wars was. It yeah. was really fun. I had a fucking, I had a great time uh, looking left to right all the way. I want to see it a third time, but in the back row. Yeah. So I can actually, actually see, see it everything. happening and experience it. I was so like, her head, their heads were like 15 feet tall. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> a true space opera, a truly yeah. epic story. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I would recommend it to anybody who already likes Star Wars, whether you like it or love it or don't like it that much and if you've never seen Star Wars before this is a good movie to start off with it would probably be super it is a good fun movie to, to like start off backtrack with. through everything yeah that would be actually interesting oh, looking forward to the rest of the trilogy uh, I'm more than anything I'm super happy that it wasn't a massive disappointment yeah I think I, that's I think what that's they were all, aiming for I think that's all I think you nailed it that's all people wanted yeah I just don't want to be fucking disappointed. I hope it was a good movie. Because uh, we're cynical about it, but a good Star Wars movie is better than your average good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just really rich and Absolutely. full, and it's a That's great way to escape from your life's problems for yeah. two hours. One one more story I have is, uh, so in this summer, last summer at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. um, there was a friend of ours who, uh, so they did a, a huge Star Wars panel in the big hall, Hall H. Who, the actors and shit? Yeah, it's just like, it was a massive panel with all the actors and Abrams and the producers and stuff, and uh, they did a massive panel, and all of these nerds waited like two days, two fucking days in line. They slept overnight twice. Wow. And um, a friend of mine, a friend of ours came up because he waited in line with his wife for two fucking days, and they got into Hall H, and they all piled in, and... uh, and they, like like at Comic Con too, like you need to see everything else. But all Comic Con is is waiting in line. Yeah. Anyway, so they did it, and they had this massive surprise. And you might have read about it. And they said, "Hey guys, Abrams is like, we're uh, we really appreciate you guys, and the fans is what makes this possible. Um, so we're gonna take you outside in the back." And they had this whole setup of uh, like all of these guys dressed up in outfits and the band playing like the Star Wars soundtrack, the new soundtrack. Yeah. 
and uh, they had like this big barbecue set up, oh, and everyone wow. like, free drinks and that's great food and stuff, and they had like a party, a little Star Wars paradise. It was for really all these dedicated fans. It was really cool, and they and they came up to us and they're talking to us about it, and they're so pumped and everything. I'm like, well. Fuck, I hope it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> After all this. Because <laughs> the track record is like 50%. Yeah. With the other three, we're just going to pretend that never happened. Yeah. That's basically how we're looking yeah. at it. But I'm happy. Are you happy? I'm happy. We done I'm here? happy with Star Wars. We yeah. done here? Yeah, I'm pleased. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, find us on evadegizmo.com. That's, uh, a, that's an S, not a Z. G-I-S-M-O. Dot com. Come back in two years.